Blog Talk Radio. Ah, cats. Jump back and dust off your Cadillac. You're listening to Respect for Life with your host, Brother Leroy, on the Keys Network. Blog Talk Radio, baby. Act like you already knew. Ow! Ladies and gentlemen, I start all over again. I don't know whether you heard me, but this is the Keys 107 Network. I'm Brother Leroy, and the program is Respect for Life slash The Communicators, and we are blessed to be on every Tuesday evening at 7 p.m., and we strive to bring you a classroom environment where you can ask questions and get answers, but first we have a presentation of information by our selected and we thank the Most High for blessing all of us to be here in this classroom together, both the listeners, the guests, and the hosts. And we are fortunate tonight to have with us Brother Dick Gregory, and we had him last week and didn't even have enough time. So those who are listening by way of Internet, you will have the ability to call in. And that call-in number is 213-943-3618, 213-943-3618. And you'll hit one on your telephone keypad that lets us know that you have a question. But we're not opening up for questions right now. Those of you listening by phone and have friends who have Internet, you can tell them, to tune in by way of internet, www.whcr.org. Oh, I'm giving it the wrong thing. www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the keys 107. Let me get get into the interview so I don't mess up anything further. Brother Dick Gregory, God bless you. Thank you for being with us this evening. Brother Leroy, um, Dick is not on at this, at this time. Let us see if we can continue. Let me bring him in. I'll, uh, if we can, if you want to, we can go to commercial break. Uh, but we have some uh, difficulties grabbing what him I'll here. Do, what I'll do is uh, I'll talk a little bit more and go to mm-hmm. a commercial break. Uh, I'm sorry, oh. ladies and gentlemen. I thought Dick. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I thought Dick was on, but he's not on. Dick is doing a lot of shows around the Trayvon Martin issue and both local shows where he's at, international shows, people are calling him from 
overseas, getting him online and getting his point of view, his analysis, really. It's, um, you know, we can call it point of view when we talk to Dick Gregory, but by the time we talk to Dick and an issue has legs on it, has been moving around for a while, he has a critique. Whether you accept the critique or not is really not the problem. The problem is if we stay in our box of thinking that's been created by the so-called general media. The general media creates a box where you, where your ideas and your view on a situation, an event, or a time and place, or a historical event for that matter, could take place in the past. They present a set of information or misinformation that keeps us boxed in and thinking in the line or trajectory that they lay out for us. When Dick Gregory comes along, he presents information outside the box, and quite often it's a stretch simply because we haven't looked at the material or the event in the same manner that he has. But over the course of time, what happens is that the the challenge of looking at information the way he presents it gets us all to think beyond the box. And we begin to look at interviews. We begin to look at articles. We begin to look at photo pictures in a different manner. Uh, case in point, the interview that this juror had with uh, the guy on CNN last night, when you look at the visual in back of the interview, you see the picture of Trayvon, not the young boy Trayvon, the, the cheerful-looking Trayvon, but you see one, they selected a picture that makes him look like the perpetrator of or an initiator of an encounter with this guy, George Zimmerman. And these are the kind of things that you begin to see say, wait a minute, wait a minute, it's not like, okay, they had another picture to select. Also, well, there are a lot of things going on now and coming out, coming out in the wash. It used to be that it would take years for the truth to come out. Now it's coming out right away, especially with social media. You can pick up things on the Internet and then project them to your friends who didn't see something or alert them to it, and they'll go to YouTube or they'll go to Google and pick up information. When we uh, get Dick on the line, we think that he's in the process of being interviewed and uh, he'll get off his interview and come directly to us, that we will go into the interview with him. We have some announcements, and we ask you to pay very close attention to these announcements, which are commercial support for this show, and we'll be right back. Okay, once again, uh, our engineer is doing three, four things at one time, trying to get Dick and also lining up the announcements. And uh, once again, when we have the, we have over an hour with Dick Gregory tonight, which enables you to uh, frame your questions, ask them. He pointed out to me earlier this evening that uh, things that you may already know, Stevie Wonder has uh made an announcement, and to be verified, of course, by you. We say don't believe anything you hear on the shows we do. Check it out yourself. That way you become 
an independent critiquer yourself. As Stevie Wonder has made an announcement regarding states where the stand-your-ground law uh, is in effect. Now, one of the things one of the things that I noticed in the discussion that I heard on NPR, um, this lady, uh, her name is Martin. She does a show on uh, National Public Radio, and the name of the show is not in my brain right now, but she was interviewing someone from the American Bar Association regarding Stand Your Ground. This lady that she was interviewing is part of a task force to assess the Stand Your Ground law in the various states that it's in effect. But nowhere in the discussion was who wrote the Stand Your Ground law? Who wrote it? Who came up with that? How was that thing initiated? And uh, for what reason? Who wrote it? And what was the intent? That is a very key question, and that for me, it's a key question, and I haven't had the opportunity to search it down uh, since hearing they coming to mind this, it coming to my mind this afternoon while I was listening to that program. But I said, wait a minute, what's the intent of this law, this so-called law, and who wrote it? Today we know that there's a group called Alex. It's an acronym for for a larger name but they write laws and hand them over to state and, and local legislators, and these laws are passed and with a little bit of money along the side, and they become law without the individuals who pass the law. Yeah, all right. We have Dick Gregory? Uh, yes, we have Dick Gregory. Just a few more minutes, but we have him on the line. We're just having problems patching him in, but he is with us. Okay. So stand all right. By. Okay. Okay. okay, all right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have Dick Gregory on the line. We are dealing with a technical uh, maneuver to get him live and living color, and uh, we'll have the benefit of his assessment of a lot of things that are going on. In the meantime, this little break in time enables you to make contact with friends and associates who don't know or may not have arrived yet at home. You can text them. You can tweet, Twitter them, tweet them and let them know that Dick Gregory is on. And for those of you in New York City, Dick Gregory will be in Harlem on Saturday, July 27th. He is going to be at an event sponsored by the Fruit of Islam, and he'll be at Muhammad's Mosque Number 7 on West 127th Street, right off from Malcolm X Boulevard. That's right around the corner from Sylvia's. And uh, this is an announcement for those in the audience who would like the opportunity of taking part in a fundraiser where Brother Dick Gregory is the featured speaker and guest of the Fruit of Islam here in Mosque Number 7 in Harlem. And that's July 27. For information and ticket information, call 347 9286441 and last week we did a show with the Gregory last Tuesday a week ago tonight and it was very very informative great feedback you go into the archives of the keys 107 and you'll be able to listen to that show 
based on the date, time, and place. And as soon as the Gregory is is patched in, we will have you uh, listening in on this classroom. I consider myself the first student, so I raise the first questions, but there's more brain power out there where you are than on this side, and I'm talking about myself, far more brain power. The intent, once again, of the shows that we do is to present and spread information that you would not be exposed to in the so-called general media and to go into critiquing, analyzing information, data, misinformation, timelines, etc., that might be right in front of us, but we are looking at a detail that would give us the key to understanding the whole flow of what we're being told. And once again, I'm Brother Leroy, and I'm thankful for the opportunity of being in a position to bring guests to you that will enhance your knowledge, your wisdom, and hopefully your understanding. Once again, Dick Gregory will be in Harlem Saturday, July 27. It will be 5 p.m. in the early evening, and it's a fundraiser at Moss Number 7, 127th Street, right off Malcolm X Boulevard. Also, we ask you to support black media. Use your spending dollars and buy black newspapers, support black radio programs, blog talk radio shows like this, networks like the Keys 107. You hear advertisers over them, and you are asked to consider supporting those advertisers and keeping money's flowing within the circle of the black community. Our spending power is extremely important to other people key right now is to make it extremely important to us, utilizing the power and the energy of our spending dollars to grow black businesses and look for black businesses to support. Look for black independent entrepreneurs, that is, people doing little cottage industry, and today we have the creativity going with a lot of organic, uh, pure products, whether they're soaps, oils, um, sprays, etc., creams, a lot of industry is going on. A lot of sisters are doing it. And then there are brothers who are doing Internet. There are brothers who are doing documentaries. And where we have the opportunity to support them, please consider that wherever you are. Books, e-books, you find out that there's a good book, support that book. Share the information with others. And... Uh, our engineer, do we have Brother Dick Gregory patched in yet? Or are you still working on the circuits? I guess he's still working on the circuits. And uh, also, very important, uh, is the series of presentations Brother Minister Farrakhan is giving every Saturday. And you can access that at www.noi.org. And when you get there, click on the time and what must be done. He's doing tremendous analysis using references and the current references or current presentation that is there right now has a lot of references based on what they have said about themselves. And that is the people who have been running things for the last uh, 6,000 some odd years, which you do 
is have a notepad and take notes and references because that's what's within his presentation, has been within his presentations. Minister Louis Farrakhan on NOI, Nation of Islam, NOI.org. Every Saturday there's a new presentation currently at NOI.org. You click on the time and what must be done and you'll hear a classroom. There's also an archive of the prior shows, so you have an opportunity to get a continuing stream of information on your own, unblocked by the so-called forces that try to control and uh, contain information or block information from coming into our communities. That's why it's very key for us to support black media Black media, wherever we have black radio programs or stations or newspapers and magazines, you identify them as black-owned and operated, and their intent is to inform our community and support positive images of black folks. Please support that media and get books that your children would enjoy reading over the summer and read them with your children. It's very important today that we begin to back up or even ensure that our children are learning by doing the the reading, writing, and arithmetic in our homes in addition to their going to school. In addition to their going to school, we have to do the backup in our homes. We must do that. Otherwise, the majority of our children are just going into schools, wastelands, whether they're in the lower grades or in the higher high school or junior high school levels. It's, it's If you go into some of these schools that are supposedly run well, not no juvenile problems, that the administration of principals and teachers in many cases is just a sham. It's just a game being run on the public. So you have to teach your child to read at home. Teach them to read at home so that when they go to school, you know they know how to read and don't blame them for not knowing and learning um, in the the uh, the buildings called schools. Um, I'm not here to do a lot of talking. I'm here to present a guest and um, if we didn't have the technical problems, uh, Dick Gregory would be on the line. So if he can hear me, I'm asking him to be patient with us. And his time is very valuable because he takes out time for us, whereas the uh, he has other opportunities to speak to other audiences. And you see there's uh, the Amsterdam News. Uh, one thing, one observation, the Amsterdam News is a black paper in New York City We ask each and every one of our listeners in New York City, be sure to have a black newspaper in their home. The Amsterdam News is one. The Final Call is one. The Beacon is one. The Challenge is one. Wherever you are, there is some black newspaper somewhere, uh, two miles, two cities out of your town. Get it in and uh, subscribe with you and maybe five others so that you have five papers, five black papers, or an issue of five of the same paper that circulated within your communities, and let it let it be an aggressive 
action on your part so that you go looking for those publications that you can get into your locale and share with your relatives and, and your friends and neighbors. The uh, In the daily news here in New York, the, um, the last two issues yesterday, Monday, and today's paper, they have interesting approaches to the the acquittal of this guy in Florida. It's um, uh, whereas the other paper, the other tabloid, the Post, has an, well a whole different flavor to it. But we won't go into that. What we promote is what we know is positive, and that's black media and the information, the angle of news that they present. And they usually are weeklies, except in New York, the daily challenge is Monday through Friday. And that has a lot of uh, associated wire and National uh, Negro Press Association articles. So it's a good paper. All of them are good. And um, I'm waiting for our engineer to, to give me the signal. Otherwise, we can go to... So a commercial break and um, see what we can do in terms of um, getting Dick patched in. I am waiting and there are um, movies that are important today. I want to say movies that are important and I'll just, just slide over to some movies that are old but have lessons in them and uh, I'm just giving you a general is uh, Long Kiss Goodnight with Sam Jackson Long Kiss Goodnight Long Kiss Goodnight it's an action film and um, four-fifths of the way into the movie there's an important scene there's an important scene in there that deals with um, a false flag operation being revealed and it's being set up to point the blame at Muslims. And this film was made way before September 11, 2001. Long Kiss Goodnight. Long Kiss Goodnight with Sam Jackson. There's another film by the name of Little Drummer Girl. Little Drummer Girl. I think the lady in it is Diane Keaton, I think. I'm going from memory. I only saw it one time. Little Drummer Girl. I saw it on TV many years ago. I don't have a copy of it. And in that film... You, you're going to learn a lot from that film. You will learn a lot from that film. Little Drummer Girl. And uh, The Package is another one. The Package with Gene Hackman. The Package. Gene Hackman. Enemy of the State with Will Smith and Gene Hackman. These are films to study. They're informative. They entertain, but they are very, very informative. And um, 
naturally uh, the most recent film, entertaining and informative for those individuals who have not been exposed to black history is Django. Django with Brother Jane, Jamie Foxx and the great debaters. The great debaters. I'm sorry for the delay, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, this the situation we're dealing with engineering-wise is, uh, I guess, vexing to the point where we are delayed. You're listening. Many of you are on this program tonight listening as part of the audience due to notices that you received yesterday and the day that Dick Gregory would be on, and um, we'll get there. So... Um, uh, I just don't have the opportunity to plug you in to talk in the meantime, so I'm I'm doing the talking, um, talking about movies. A lot of movies are coming out now that that actually just don't make any sense. And um, uh, when I say make any sense, you know, you look at them and you say, what what was this thing about? So you see a lot of that stuff right now, big name individuals, and uh, just doesn't have what you would normally feel a, a film should have. Maybe they're being made very quickly, and maybe whatever's happening, the quality is, is just not there. So I'm finding, personally, I'm finding myself uh, going into thrift shops and purchasing old films, whether VHS or DVDs. And the older the film, the greater the quality and entertainment. And also in terms of being something that you can show, sit down and look at with your family, the films that we have out, that they have out today, that they have out today, you, you have to... You have to see the movie before you look at before you look at it with your family, if it's possible. And you can't take your children to, to a, a kiddie movie today, because a kiddie movie they'll slide some messages in there that that's contrary to your culture or your your belief or your your practices. And it's, you say, wait a minute, why is this in a cartoon? <laughs> They're letting it all hang out. Today, why is this in a cartoon? I came here to see a cartoon film, and they're sliding all kinds of different messages in there, and so we have to be very careful. But I, I go into thrift shops, and I look for films, and uh, sometimes you can come up with some real gems at a fraction of the cost, and a fraction being in the area of, uh, you know, a dollar, two dollars, and three. And there'll be, in some cases, brand new DVDs. So uh, it's how you shop and, of course, what you're looking for. Uh, Dick Gregory is the author of a number of books. And when we interview Dick, we we can we, we can start anywhere with Dick. And so, all right, Dick, tell us about some of the, the great entertainers that you interacted with. And that leads into a long long uh, list of stories and uh, fascinating encounters. Uh, we've interviewed Dick on fasting and 
in that particular interview we did with him, he went into a number of different kind of fasts that he had gotten into. And uh, what you have to do as you come out of these fasts, and it's it's quite informative. And his journey from an individual who smoked multiple packs of cigarettes per day, consumed alcohol, and uh, changed his whole way of life. How did that happen? And who were the individuals who were catalysts for that to happen? And he'll share that. How did he get involved with Reverend Martin Luther King and the human rights movement, otherwise called the civil rights movement? And uh, the assassination or the death of Ron Brown, who was the Commerce Secretary in the in the Clinton administration, and that that was a a lecture or a presentation that he had, or he has that is extremely informative, and pick with pictures, and the assassination of Reverend Martin Luther King, and the revelations there, and um, his interaction with Paul Mooney, Richard Pryor, Red Fox and how the French have, um, they teach a course in France, he shared with us, based on the the comedy of Dick Gregory. He said when he learned that, it blew his mind. Um, By the way, here in New York at the New School is a brother in Harlem who teaches a course on Understanding James Brown Music. And we interviewed that brother. But getting back to Dick Gregory, the um, the September 11th, when that happened in 2001, we made contact with Dick. Uh, that happened on a Monday or Tuesday. We made contact with Dick. He was on that Sunday. And he broke down a lot of things, pointed to some some pieces in the Bible. <laughs> said, where did you get this from? And uh, information is right there. But you have to know uh, where to go and what to look for. And um, the following week, he he joined up with Ralph Shulman, and he and they did a part two on the the Twin Towers coming down. And that was informative, just... A wealth of information so that when he comes into New York, into Harlem on Saturday, July 27th, it will be a great opportunity not just to hear information but to ask questions and uh, be a great classroom, a lot of information, especially on the, the civil rights period where the anniversary of the March on Washington is coming up this year in August, and you can ask him about his role in that event before, during, and after, uh, what it was like in Washington, D.C., and um, where was the military? What does he know of where the, the, uh, the anticipation of there being uh, Negroes out of control Uh, that's an interesting story in itself. 
whereas you're coming to a place for a peaceful demonstration and the request to correct things, other people are looking at you as coming to disrupt. And But that's the mind of the individuals. And uh, let me see. Okay, I'll be right back. Okay, I think uh, hopefully the audience can hear me and, and Dick. The engineer just explained that we cannot do the show this evening. The software is uh, is not allowing him to maneuver, and um, we just can't do the show. It's uh, interesting in light of these days and times, but as my mom would say, God is the best knower. So I apologize, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, direct you to our show on Saturday evening. It's on at 8 p.m. to 9. That's the next time the communicators will be on. And if Dick can hear me, I apologize. It's beyond our control. They just can't make it work. So um, uh, for the audience God bless you. Stay very close to looking at the information that's out there, critiquing it among yourselves, and not getting, um, as I tell people, not getting upset by what we're seeing and hearing coming out of the acquittal. It's a time to really study what's going on and clocking what's going on as it relates to the juror, uh, the B37, R37, whatever that, that code is, what she had to say last night was very revealing, but it lets us know that the the selection of the jurors, if that juror got through, that was that looked like it was with the agreement of the prosecution. So um, that's that's in a nutshell. I want to thank you all for your patience. God bless you all and. Uh, Look forward to having you with us Saturday evening, and we pray to the Almighty that the situation will be entirely different. Peace. <laughs>